Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues 
pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Ram Shooter. It is Friday and we have a very special guest this Friday. Normally it's Corey. Corey's off today, so jump again is our girl, our friend, Misty Delana Dixon. Hey, Delana, are you there? I am. Oh, I love being with you on a Friday. So I feel very relaxed. Oh, I know, it's the I end know. of the week. Oh, I know, I know, I know. We had a fantastic night a couple of nights ago. Delana and I went to the opening nights of Harmony, Bruce and Barry's new musical, What a Night, Miss D. Oh, first of all, the show is fantastic. All those young men up there dancing and singing their little hearts out. And the actress who plays Josephine Baker, gorgeous, gorgeous. abs to die for. And I'm just I'm just so happy for you, Rob, for your husband, Bruce, for Barry. This is their legacy. This is, this is legacy. what they're going to be. I mean, they're going to be remembered for a yeah, lot of things, yeah, yeah. but definitely this. Yeah, the, the Jewish Telegraph said today, this is going to change the way the world thinks of Barry Manilow. And also, too, I was just watching CNN and Dana Bash. Dana was there on opening night. I saw her. Dana told me this is their legacy, and she just said it on CNN. So if you're in New York City, go see Harmony. Hey, let's jump into our show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea it's time. It's tea time. So Justin Timberlake was caught yelling over Britney Spears's pregnancy, and now some of his fans are concerned. So Justin was asked by the paparazzi about Britney's pregnancy, and he yelled, stop, go away. Then he gestured to the paparazzi to leave. He waved his hands and he started to stamp his feet like a little spoiled boy. He said, you've got me stomping. So they finally went away, but he clearly isn't happy about all this. These two dated between 1998, remember that, it was a while ago, Mm -hmm. and 2002, they were together as they rose up on the ladder of fame together in the past, Justin has been criticised 
for making misogynistic comments about Britney and also, too, about his Super Bowl performer, Janet Jackson. Uh, he issued an apology to both of them. Now, this strange reaction to Britney being pregnant, his fans are a little concerned, and some of Britney's fans are saying, why are you not just happy for her? You could have just said congratulations. What do you think's going on here, Mr. Uh... All right. Well, uh, first of all, he didn't say anything, so he can't be rude if he didn't say anything. <laughs> he didn't want to deal with it. But let's think about this. Realistically, do we ask people, oh, are you happy that your ex is expecting a baby? No. It only happens to celebrities. He was probably caught off guard. I mean, he has his own wife to deal with, his own babies to deal with. He wasn't thinking about Britney. However... If you are a celebrity, you should always have an answer plan. And he Mm could have just said something so noncommittal like, I wish her nothing but the best, which just basically says, you know, let her live her life. So that's why I can see people are saying, but he wasn't rude. He didn't say anything. We we, we watched the video carefully. He wasn't rude. But, you know, he's been a celebrity a long time. He's not just a new celebrity. He's been around for years. Celebrities have to realize they're going to be asked about what's going on in the news, particularly if they were once connected to it. Mm -hmm. Just things people should have told him. Next time you're out and about, they're going to ask you about Britney. That's going to happen. Same way, A-Rod's always going to be asked about J-Lo. It's just the fact of life. Is it right? Maybe not. I'm not sure. But if you had a famous ex and they got engaged or got pregnant, your friends at Bottino are going to ask about it, Misty. We're going to ask about it. And I'm going to say I wish him nothing but the best. You're a pro. And then I'll probably get some side eyes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're a pro. <laughs> so it's going to go down. That. Which brings <laughs> us to our poll question of the day. Justin was caught sort of yelling over Britney's pregnancy. Should he have just said uh, congratulations? I think I know your answer. Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. Hey, Miss D, what are you working on uh, Well, Justin Timberlake isn't the only one kind of dealing with Britney's pregnancy. Her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, kind of gave a subtle reaction that her big sister is expecting a baby. So Jamie liked her big sister's pose. Mm. Now, outside of this pose, she has not publicly addressed that Britney is expecting a baby. Uh, As we know, Britney had a conservatorship, and she's kind of put it out there that her sister wasn't very supportive through this more than a decade situation that Brittany went through. She actually slammed her little sister and other family members for finally coming to her defense publicly years and years later. And we, of course, we know that Jamie Lynn wrote a memoir about her life and Brittany actually came out and kind of basically put out a cease and desist letter to stop the memoir. So... I mean, you you can't not say that you're not happy for your sister. <laughs> you know, you mm. have to put something out there. But should Jamie Lynn have done more? What do you think? Yeah, Rob? I'm told that they have no contact now, that even if Jamie Lynn wanted to contact her privately, she couldn't. I don't think Jamie Lynn has her email or her phone number. And so this is the only way she can respond. And obviously, if she doesn't like the picture, we're all going to be talking about that. If she does like it, we're going to be talking about that. It's not like she can win. But at the same time, this family, this relationship is so messy and it's so toxic to use one of Britney's words there. Do you like what I did with that one? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what the solution is. Like, I think Jamie Lynn is thrilled about this. You know, hopefully a baby can bring a family together. But I'm told there is so much water under the bridge here. There is so much ill will 
within this family that I don't think it's going to happen. So, yes, liking a picture might be a very nice thing to do. It's not going to result in these being friends any time soon. That's really hard. I just can't imagine not having a relationship with my sister. And I think, Rob, you have said many times what celebrities need to do when they have a situation among family members. Mm. Cut out the social media. Mm. Cut out going to the press to solve your problems. You need to sit down in a little room, no cameras, no recording, and solve it like normal people do. And then afterwards, you can decide how you want to take it to the media. But you got to sit down. Family is blood. Listen to Miss D, everybody. I hope you're listening, Brittany. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, moving along. Cuba Gooding Jr. has pled guilty to forcibly touching a woman in a New York City nightclub. So he pled guilty. He's 54 years old. He was accused of violating three different women at three different Manhattan nightclubs between 2018, 2019, this story was huge and it seemed to disappear, but now it's back. He made the plea deal and he has pled guilty to one count of forcibly touching a misdemeanor against one of the women. And as part of the deal, he has also admitted to subjecting two other women to non-consensual physical contact. It's all on video. These clubs had cameras in them. Now he's got to continue his alcohol and behavior modification treatment. I'm not sure quite what that is. He began this in 2019 and he can have no new arrests or he will be in real big trouble. If he does, he could face one year in jail. On a separate note though, Mr. He's embroiled in another lawsuit accused of raping a woman twice in a hotel room in 2013. So it's seems as if on this first incident he's got off pretty lightly but it's not over yet for him what are you hearing oh my goodness he actually said in the courtroom that he was a quote celebrity and didn't want anyone to quote feel slighted i'm just i'm personally sick and tired of hearing people in the public eye who are so used to hearing yes Mm -hmm. that they forget how to be human (laughs) <laughs> and they think they can get away with anything. And this is this has been several times that, that allegations have come out that he's touched someone. But let's talk about the financial impact, oh, yes. because that's the only way people can learn a lesson mm-hmm. is when you take away their money. And I think that's the situation he's going to see. Who's going to want to work with him on a set, male or female, knowing that he has this situation or how he acts uh, in certain situations. So I think financially, this is going to be a problem for him. And obviously dealing with an alleged rape case. Yes, it's not I over mean, yet. He may see some serious jail time mm-hmm. and you have to pay for the consequences of your actions. Yeah, we've heard rumors about him for a very, very long time. Now it looks as if he is going to be facing them head on. Hey, moving along, what's Elton John up to, Mr. <laughs> Well, Charlie Puth is a singer and he really likes Elton John. And he got to meet Elton John in a restaurant in Craig's. Elton John walked up to him and he was like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, you're Elton John. This is what Charlie Puth says. And he goes, Elton John says back, yes, I am. You know, your music sucked in 2019. It wasn't good. So of course, of course, Charlie was taken back a little bit. It was a bit of a gut punch and a wake-up call. But Elton did add, you can be so much better at songwriting than this. So that was really important because if Elton John's telling you, you have the talent, you just need to put it into effect, that's a good sign. So the two actually... (laughs) 
collaborated later on a song called After All <laughs> from Elton John's collaboration <laughs> album called The Lockdown Sessions. And he encouraged Charlie to, to tell the truth with his songwriting and to be authentic and honest. So, mm. yeah, it kind, of, it kind of is not cool to get insulted by Elton John, but if it makes you a better songwriter. Rob, has anybody ever told you you were bad I at something? I get told all the time. Me- Every day I go on my Twitter account, people are so mean to me. It doesn't help, Elton. In this case, maybe you did. You could have told him, I think there's so much more for you, or tell the truth more. I encourage you to go this direction. I don't think telling anybody they suck helps. I just don't think that's the case. I think telling people they can be better or might want to explore this or that is the way I go. I don't react well to that sort of criticism. What about you, Miss D? It all depends. If you say that I'm bad at something, because I have had people tell me that I'm bad at something, if you give me the tools to fix it, then I'm okay with it. Mm. So when I was working on Gossip Table, I wasn't getting lead stories all the time. So I went to producer and she said, you don't really prepare the stories the way we need them to. Do A, B, and C. And after that, I got better at it. Mm. So in that sense, I don't mind. But if you just tell me I'm horrible and you walk away... Then I have a problem. I hear you. Hey, before we get a break, let's talk about J-Lo. She's revealing the release dates of a new documentary about her iconic career. It comes out on June 14th. I'm really excited about this. It's going to be on Netflix. I'm told, too, it's going to premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival, which is a trick. They're doing that to get J-Lo and Ben to the festival on the red carpet. The first movie of the festival. It's meant to be a film festival. Yes, it's a documentary. I get it. It's a film. But the first one is meant to be a big, high-profile thing, and there's nothing more exciting than J-Lo on the red carpet. What I'm hearing, though, is that she's very much in charge of the documentary, so it's a bit too much of a love letter. If you're going to do a documentary about your life, you've got to tell the good, the bad, and the ugly. And believe it or not, as beautiful as J-Lo is, there have been some moments in her life that have not been that great. I encourage everybody to tell the truth, all of it, all of it. Don't gloss over it. I'm told this is a very flattering documentary. And don't get me wrong, I worked for J-Lo. There's lots to be flattered about. Her success is extraordinary. But I think some Sometimes, if you put it in the bad as well as the good, it just makes it even better. What about you, Misty? If we did a documentary of your life, how honest would you be? Oh, well, my life is just chocolates and rainbows 24-7, so there would be no bad. (laughs) There's your answer. There's my answer. That's it. That's it. I struggled a little bit with this when I was writing my book, and I really dug deep, and my first draft Everything about me was just marvellous. There was no problems. Happy, happy, happy. And I am a happy guy. But I'm not always happy. And my editor really encouraged me to dig deep and talk about those moments. And you know what, Misty? Those are the moments in the book that more people connected with than anything else. When things are not going well and you have to really struggle and you have to fight through it, push through it, we all have to do that. And I don't care if you're J-Lo, Miss D or my good self. There's all those moments and I think it makes life more interesting. Maybe I'm wrong, I don't think I am, but I wish Jennifer would put those moments in the documentary too. Hey, Miss D, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, with our dear friend, Miss D, on a Friday. It's a treat having you no. on a Friday, Miss D. <laughs> hey, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you very much, darling. So, last show we talked about Jennifer Lopez, uh, who was naked 
naked. She was in a bathtub when Ben Affleck proposed a really naughty question. What we asked was, do you think that Ben got naked after he proposed too? Were the two of them doing you know what is what? Basically what we're asking. 85% said yes, I agree. I think Ben's clothes were probably off pretty fast too after that time. So naughty. What do you think, Miss D? Do you think he got naked? Um, actually, if somebody proposed to me and put a ring on my finger, the first thing I'm going to want to do is put on my clothes, get my makeup done and shoot the pictures. <laughs> so I think she did that first. And then they got busy. She, he was like, you want me to get in that tub? She's like, oh, no, baby, I got to take to social media. <laughs> she did take to social media in the tub. There's a picture of her and the ring in the tub. God love you. J-Lo, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Girls here, man, be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest, nicest. of the day. Aww. Well, our nicest of the day is Queer Eyes Karamo because oh. he's getting his own daytime talk Boom, show. So he is already an Emmy-nominated host for Queer Eye. But this has been on his bucket list to host his own show. It's going to be named after him, self-title. It's going to premiere this fall. It's already cleared 90% of U.S. households for syndication. So... You know, he's getting he's going to have a pretty good audience there. And he said, growing up, hosting a daytime talk show seemed unrealistic and unattainable. But it was my dream. I used to run home from school as a kid to watch people like Sally, Donahue and Mari Povich. He actually did a couple of shows hosting Mari, just kind of filling in. And this will be a great he's he's working with some really good production teams. They also put out Judge Jerry, the Jerry Springer show and the Steve Wilkos show. So he's working with some heavy hitters here. So it's just coming full circle from him, from kid to kid dreams Two grown-up dreams. Congratulations. 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 Now, my naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Chris Rock's brother, Kenny, uh, is saying that he wants to fight Will Smith. So several of Chris Rock's brothers have spoken out about that situation. The latest one is saying he would love to challenge Will Smith to a fight. Talking to TMZ, Kenny revealed that he's... that he has recently signed up to do a celebrity boxing match. Who does he want to fight? Will Smith. Kenny, this is not helping. Your brother, Chris, doesn't want to talk about this. And I'm guessing, Miss D, he would rather you didn't too. Stop (laughs) talking about it. I don't think the brothers are doing it awful publicity, although the fact he has a celebrity boxing match coming up makes me sort of question it. I think they love him, and if somebody hit my brother, I would certainly would be very angry and have a lot to say about it, but this is not helping. You're our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Hey, before we go, let's have a moment of rom. You get a rom, you get a rom, you get a rom. I realise the only reason people attack is because they are in pain. They Mm. can't show kindness to others because they can't show kindness to themselves. So the next time somebody is cruel to you, remember that that cruel comment is not about you, it's about them. Misty, it took me a really long time to figure this out, but now I have, and I realise the only reason people attack is because they are in pain. Oh, I have to agree. I had a I had a 
some discourse with a friend, and she made a comment about my mama. And uh, But I realized that she doesn't have the same type of relationship with her mom. And I think it was coming more out of the fact that she was, you know, sad that she doesn't have that relationship. And I could have said something incredibly mean back, but I chose to hold my tongue because I realized I didn't really mean that. I wouldn't have meant it. I would have just been saying it out of anger. And once I was able to kind of put that pain in place and we had a conversation afterwards, I I knew that's where it was coming from and that's what she admitted. So um, just realize that when people say mean things to you, it's because something in in their heart is wrong and you if you're calm enough in the situation and it's and you feel you can say it you could be like hey what's going on with you they say it to tear you down to build themselves up and it never works they just feel even worse and so i don't fight back now not because i'm not tough it's because it's not about me wouldn't you realize that cruel comment is not about you it's easy to just walk away from it it's not it's not about me it's about you you're in so much pain you can't be kind to yourself. So how can you be kind to anybody else? My mm-hmm. superpower in life is empathy. I do really feel it. I don't get angry. I get empathetic. Hey, that's it for this week. What a hey. lovely way to end the week, Miss D. Oh, thank I you like for it. jumping in at the last minute. And thank you for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Miss D show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And remember, all together mm. now, if you're going to be naughty, be naughty. you've got, you got to, to be, be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Pip, pip. Bye-bye. It's Naughty But Nice With Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, 
iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.